A deal is a promise, and a promise is unbreakable. Or so says Princess Diana of Themyscira, Amazon, goddess, and of course, Wonder Woman. Princess Diana was formed by the hand of Zeus to be the last protector, the final line of defense for humanity. Diana grew up with the all-female band of warriors, the Amazons, and trained for years and years honing her battle skills beyond the likes of any warrior to come before or after. And she also grew up with honor and integrity. Diana was a warrior of great honor, so when the battle call came and the great war raged, Diana left her peaceful and immortal home to be the last line of defense to save humanity. Because who would she be if she didn't? Hello, witches, women, and other lovely listeners. I'm Hannah, the bipolar bisexual host of this bi-weekly podcast of Witches and Women. In this podcast, we get to explore the lives of powerful women, both real and mythological. Strong women have historically been labeled as witches or something else equally troubling, taboo, and easy to justify killing or dismissing. I'm telling their stories because most of these tales are amazing and all of them are fascinating. I need you to subscribe to the pod on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. And if you do social media, connect with me through the Of Witches and Women Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Of course, be sure you also check out the website, which is the most in-depth and exciting resource I can offer you. When you visit ofwitchesandwomen.com, you'll find fantastic merchandise of both the serious and salty variety. Lots of the merchandise is limited edition, so get it while we're still in ancient Greece. You'll also find the Grimoire Gallery, which is our internet gallery curated with art by today's working artists and featuring witches, women, and goddesses of ancient Greece. If you see something you like, you can support a small business by visiting the artist's portfolio sites to see, share, or purchase more of their work. Plus, you can even buy some of their prints starting at just $15 in the Of Witches and Women shop. If you're not a fan of fake news, then you need to check out the Lamia Library, where I list all of my show notes and other resources and recommendations. Of course, subscribe to the newsletter The Oracle on any page of the Of Witches and Women website. Just scroll down and add your email address. The bi-weekly oracle tells the shorter, fascinating, more obscure stories that we won't get to cover on the show. It highlights grimoire gallery artists, shares simple spells and book recommendations, and more. So don't miss out. Subscribe today. Recently in the Oracle, I told the story of Tethys, the mother of oceans. This great titaness encompassed her sister Gaia and flooded the earth, allowing life to thrive with a balance of earth and water. Tethys had many powerful children, but her oldest and fiercest child was the goddess and magical river Styx. Styx was an incredibly powerful goddess and was one of the forces that turned the tide in the war between the titans and the gods. 
She possessed the power to consume souls and to make those brave enough to swim in her waters invincible. She was also a goddess of great honor. When the war was over, Zeus recognized Styx's value and integrity by binding all oaths sworn on the river Styx, making them unbreakable. For a god to break their oath to the Styx inflicted the worst punishment imaginable. They were banished from Olympus for a decade and all contact with other gods, forced to drink from the soul-sucking Styx, which rendered them as near to death as possible, powerless and disoriented. During the year that followed their horrible drink, they were not allowed food or water. Needless to say, even when the oaths were excruciating to fulfill, the gods did not break them. But we'll get to that later. Zeus also honored Styx by placing all her children, gods and goddesses of great power, in his court. Where Zeus reigned, the children of Styx were always welcome. Styx reached an agreement with Hades after the war for Olympus. She settled her riverbed in the underworld, serving as the border between the living and the dead, making it nearly impossible for any living soul to reach the underworld without being consumed by the goddess's ravenous current and trapped forever. Styx had four immortal children with her husband Pallas, and all her children channeled Styx's ever-hungry strength, especially her daughters Nike, goddess of victory, and Bia, goddess of force. Perfect reflections of Styx's great, untamable power. Because of her raw energy and job as guardian of the underworld, Border, Styx is a center point in many stories and myths. When the warrior Achilles was born, his mother, the sea nymph Thetis, carried him to the underworld and dipped him in the river Styx, anchoring his soul to this world by holding him by his heel. Thetis may have been able to do this only because she too was a water deity with the power to stave off the Styx consuming hunger just long enough to bless her son with the Lady Styx's gift of invincibility. And so Achilles grew up an incredibly powerful prince and warrior, invincible except for that pesky heel, which is how he was killed by Paris during the Trojan War. The greatest warrior in all of mythology, brought down by an arrow to the foot. In modern fiction, Percy Jackson of the Percy Jackson and the Olympians book series by Rick Reardon also takes a dip in the sticks. The son of Poseidon, Percy is powerful enough to swim in the sticks without the help of another, able to hold his own against the goddess for a brief moment. But Percy too had to choose an anchor point of vulnerability, leaving a small spot in his lower back open to a potential death blow. As Percy swam in the sticks, his humanity began to dissolve as his soul was consumed by the river as her intense, primordial power was too much for a demigod. Percy had to focus on his friends and family that he loved in order to tether his soul to the world above and escape the soul-consuming goddess. 
Blessed with Stick's gift of invincibility, Percy Jackson went on to be a major player in the modern era battle for Olympus, defeating the Titans once again. The very water from the Styx is so corrosive that it cannot be scooped up and carried away in any vessel, except one carefully carved from the hooves of horses or donkeys for this one sacred purpose. The water of the Styx is, of course, instantly and painfully fatal, dissolving the soul of the drinker. Some believe that Alexander the Great was so powerful that his death had to be caused by the one poison stronger than the conqueror, the Styx. This legend isn't so unbelievable, considering he probably did die due to contaminated river water, which gave him dysentery. And I imagine dysentery feels like your insides are in fact dissolving. For most of us, the Styx is unswimmable and uncrossable except by the single Hades-approved vessel that Styx allows to cross her path daily. To cross, each soul must pay the ferryman, Charon, who ferries the dead across the river to be judged and given their eternal retribution. But Charon only ferries those who come to the afterlife with payment. After all, his boss Hades was the god of wealth for a reason. Charon also sometimes ferried living Greek heroes across the river for the right price. However, to the souls who arrived in the underworld without payment, they had to wait on the shores of the river for 100 years, or risk swimming across where they would inevitably be sucked into the ever-churning sticks their souls serving as her eternal payment for guarding the underworld. While mortals who broke an oath on the Styx were damned to a watery grave and her soul-consuming currents for all eternity, the immortal gods mm, got off easier. But their decade-long punishment was still so severe that they would rather kill than break an oath on the Styx. Semele, mother of Dionysus and one of Zeus's many lovers, was tricked by Hera into asking Zeus for a wish. He swore to her an oath on the river Styx, giving her anything she wanted. Semele wanted to be sure it was truly Zeus and asked him to appear to her in all his godly glory. What Semele did not know is that it would kill her instantly. Horrified, Zeus complied and she was dissolved into ash. However, her son Dionysus later rescued her from the underworld and brought her to live on Olympus, and she is the only known mortal to become immortal. Helios, the sun titan, swore an oath to give his son, Phaethon, anything he wanted to prove his love. Phaethon asked to drive the sun chariot for a day, and Helios was forced to comply. He tried to dissuade his son, saying he would not be able to control the powerful horses, but Phaethon was sure that he could do it. So Helios had to let him go, and of course the horses bolted too far from the earth, freezing it, and then too close, and just before the earth erupted into flames, Zeus struck Phaethon with a lightning bolt, and he fell to the earth and died. 
It didn't take too long for the gods to learn that to take an oath sworn on the river Styx was serious business, as serious as the goddess herself. Today's episode is brought to you by Honestly Essential Oils. Unlike the essential oil barons, Honestly Essential Oils is a small, family-run company with fewer employees than I have fingers, all of whom are skilled in different areas of holistic medicine, including the company owner who has more than 26 years of aromatherapy experience and has mixed soothing blends for many large oil companies, written books on holistic medicine, and even run a massage therapy school for many years. Because Honestly Essential Oils doesn't pay a long line of salespeople before the oils reach you, their oils are far less expensive than many other companies. Plus, Honestly Essential Oils are sourced and tested to verify a high concentration of top quality oils in every bottle. Every single Honestly Essential oil and carrier oil is either certified organic, kosher, or vegan, and all of them are completely composed only of the highest quality food grade extracts and oils. Honestly Essential oils are great for meditation, soothing colds, cooking, or whatever you need. You can try out Honestly Essential oils for yourself with a 100% satisfaction guarantee And listeners of this podcast get 10% off your first order when you use the promo code WITCHES at checkout. So look up honestlyessential.com today and use the promo code WITCHES for a sweet deal on the best oils a witch can get. Two Greek goddesses both powerful beyond measure, both determined to fight for humanity, both loyal, honest, and binding, served this world. Diana, Wonder Woman, we celebrate through comics, movies, Halloween costumes, and in my case, more than one piece of fan art hanging in my house. But Styx, blessed or cursed with even more raw and untamable power than her fellow gods, chose a quieter role in mythology, and served, as promised, ever true to her role as the goddess of souls, invincibility, and oaths. Even in retirement, Styx defended the living from roaming into a world in which they did not belong. Many think the Styx is bad or evil, but dangerous and evil are different, and they are made different by choices. Choices Styx and Diana made to use their near-endless power to fight for the rights and protections of the very souls that the Styx body craved. She felt it was up to her to take a stance, to fight, because who would she be if she didn't? That's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure you and all the souls who serve you are subscribed to Of Witches and Women, and be sure to talk up the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, so others can find and enjoy it as well. Connect to me and the pod on social media, 
and look up ofwitchesandwomen.com for even more great content and to subscribe to the Oracle. Stay fierce, witches. I'll catch you next time. Of Witches and Women is brought to you by SHH Media, LLC.